And uh, welcome, everyone, to uh, this week's episode of The Left Look. Uh, it's just me here, uh, hence the uh, the uh, theme song. Let's change it a little bit. No, no, get back in the closet. Get, get back in the closet. Get, <laughs> go on. Go. Uh, uh, uh. They got out. Yeah, we're here. Uh, this is embarrassing. DJ-only episode would be interesting. Would be. Conversation with himself or monologue, do you think he's... Oh, he definitely would. a conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I reply to myself. Don't worry. Yeah, also, just a heads up, I might splice that intro and use it as our theme song from now on. If you, I give you all legal rights to sample me. <laughs> as long as it's a little tasteful. It doesn't have to be completely. Okay. <laughs> just a little. I want it to be spliced with DJ trying to do that Joe Biden impersonation he sent me earlier. <laughs> what? <laughs> he sent good. me a he sent me a great Joe Biden impersonation. It was it was so oh, it was so good. That's exciting. Yeah, that uh, even just got their whole face into it. Just really went. Just, it was the eyes. Yeah. The mouth too. Just that like squinchy, stupid mouth. <laughs> it, like it twitches and yeah. almost like I I am not in control. And <laughs> and then also the the entire storyline where he was like. He just trailed off, and there was no point to it. <laughs> it was great. It was really good. I just had that bite and energy. Yep. You're, you're summoning I'll him. have to send it to you. Uh, I'll have to send it to you later, Julian. Okay, yeah. Please. Uh, a TikTok of all things. <laughs> you did. Oh, you. I thought you would have noticed. I did not. Good. Just, I'm just uh, forget. not forget very what. observant. Pretend it was a, it's one of these future vines you keep seeing. Future oh, fine too. Fine too. <laughs> did you guys just make the same joke? Yes. We did. Uh, Jinx. That's wrong. Uh, unfortunately, Jinx doesn't exist under uh, under our regime. But Jinx uh, doesn't exist after the age of ten. It's true. Um, that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, I I'm looking forward to that soda. Uh, yeah, I'll buy I, you a soda. Uh, probably a Dr Pepper. Um, that'd be good. Yeah, when nice. we go camping, I'll give you one. Oh, would you? Yeah, sure. Wow, that'd be so Maybe nice. Maybe we should podcast while we're camping. That'd be that'd be wild. <laughs> we'll have no electricity. You said it's a yeah. I got it's a wireless got a battery. campsite. We can just talk to the forest. <laughs> yeah, it's basically all we're doing right now, anyways. <laughs> yeah, the forest probably listens more than we <laughs> than we have listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of talking to the forest, this week's topic, listeners, is uh, we're going to talk about climate change, and uh, I don't know where we're going to go with it. I don't know uh, either, that but that was a really good segue. It was. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, that was that was seamless, and uh, I want everyone, anyone who's listening, to to know that that wasn't planned. That was just, yeah. That was just pure. Weight. Yeah, we're just going to riff on climate change this whole episode. I think. I don't think yeah. we really have anything new so, or different to say, but gonna be the f- mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be funny have an we, hour to listen to like three jerk offs talk about climate change and uh this isn't the episode for you, but sorry okay just one jerk off that's just well me. Um, no i'm a, I'm a jerk off i mean okay, you are what you, you do right like you are the sum total of your actions <laughs> so i'm a jerk off 
Yeah, Anyways, you are what you eat. Uh, oh, see. <laughs> I knew you were going to go with that. He eats but, jerks. Uh, he eats jerked meat. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. He, he eats ejaculate. I think there's a joke there. But, no. um, I knew what the I was trying to no, save your ass. No, that's not what I meant at all. You don't need to save my ass. Sounds like you need to save his ass. Um, all right. I had a, a thought for the way we could do this, but uh, I've realized that it's probably not an hour, one, and two, it's uh, it's probably boring for the two of you. I, I thought we could go like region by region through the world and think what could be the political consequences. Oh. Of, well, first, what we should uh, talk about what we think uh, climate change will be in like a, a foreseeable timeline. Let's say like 80 to 100 years. You guys think that's... At the uh, turn of the century. I, I would say, like, yeah, yeah okay, before, okay. And you say region by region. Mm-hmm. Do you think, like, maybe continent yeah. by continent would be a good way to approach that? Well, some continents are so big that you can't uh, feasibly just talk about them all that way, but yet pretty okay. much is how I'm, I'm going to answer that. Like, Asia and Africa might need to be divided into two or three, respectively. Sure. But or we'll spend just a little more time on them. regions. Sorry, I, you guys spoke at the same time. <laughs> I, I just had a stroke. <laughs> but what did either of you say? So so did all of our listeners. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think we basically just said the same thing. Mm. But uh, should split them up into, you know, bigger regions that make sense based on, uh, you know, geography or whatever. Yeah, geography is basically what I had in mind. All right, like, even if I'm splitting Asia up, I'm talking Russia gets counted into Europe, right? And then I'm going to do... Uh, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, and then a China in the steppe kind of analysis, right? That's that's two regions, and then Africa is just east, south, and west. And that's it. You know what I mean, sure. I should maybe preface that I don't think we're gonna get like straight up linear warming the whole way. I actually think we're gonna like overcorrect at some point into an ice age. But that's a that's gonna be. Uh, part of my shtick when I'm addressing their okay. regions, but you know, way to blow the lead. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, first, we should talk about uh, what we think. You know, generally, we see as the results of you know 80 years of continuing on the path of you know, just ghoulish neoliberalism, just looting of the planet's resources with no forethought. Mm. Well, I think. Uh, uh, I, I just uh, I mean you know obviously there are, there are a lot more measures in place now than there were like you know in the 80s mm-hmm. so I don't think it's fair to say like straight up just we're trying okay we're not <laughs> we're not we're, not. we're like, just putting on an act we look like we're trying yeah ink. yeah I heard I heard a great uh, line from a, another leftist podcast I listened to it's called Left Reckoning, and it's, one, such a better fucking title than Left Look, I, I gotta tell you. But uh, they they said incrementalism is eco-fascism, and I really like that. I don't know me. what either of those things mean, so... Uh, oh, I- incrementalism. Well, if, if you want to know, go listen to a changing. better podcast. <laughs> yeah, one's incrementalism. Go. Left Shut reckoning. up. <laughs> Incrementalism means uh, changing things for like a progressive agenda, small steps at a time. Like, 
Obamaism, basically, you know? Like, uh, I'm gonna do nothing, but uh, I'm gonna institute Obamacare, and that maybe will slowly snowball into a Medicare someday. That, that's an incrementalism. Mm. And if you apply it to climate, and it equals, that's like uh, not doing a Green New Deal, but giving tax credits for electric vehicles or whatever, stuff mm-hmm. like that. 20 meter sea level rise eco- instead of 50 meter sea level rise. Exactly, exactly. And then ecofascism is uh, the idea that because the climate is going to so inevitably change and so drastically change that uh, there will be mass migrations of people and uh, mass competition or heightened competition for resources that uh, fascists, one, want this to happen, and two, the ecology will lead to fascism because uh, scarcity breeds imperialism and fascism mm-hmm. dang that's yep. that's wild i was really hoping scarcity would lead to like altruism <laughs> uh but i guess that only works for ants yeah no if if there's like one peanut butter sandwich left and we're in the middle of the ocean just me and you on a boat dj i eat you and save the sandwich you know what i mean so good, <laughs> luck, good luck brother good luck. <laughs> yeah so anyways that's our prediction for north america I'm I'm tossing that sandwich into the ocean before <laughs> you finish me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Your body could maintain me for days. <laughs> for sure, but Weeks I'm, I'm, I'm having the last laugh. No, <laughs> are you? <laughs> so I look at that face of just. He he eats the sandwich and then throws himself horror. overboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to start in North America then? Is that what I heard? Oh. Um, I thought we were doing the turn of the century thing first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Generally, what I see is like a uh, like the three to five degree global increase in temperature, you know, heightened at the poles and uh, yeah, distributed. You think only evenly. that? Only that much? Yeah, that's all that it needs to be what a thirty or forty meter rising sea level yeah um, we're aiming for two right now yeah two is like we did it <laughs> <laughs> and two is still like apocalyptic uh consequences oh yeah so well not for us but the rest of the world yeah yeah but it ripples right and then like uh we're we'll get there but if the climate goes up two degrees we end up in eco-fascism that's uh yeah, I think that's a fair prediction. But um, why? What? What kind of uh, objections did you have, DJ? Uh, uh you know, this is, my, this is just my doomer coming out. But I feel like that's way too, way too modest. Low doomer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Way okay. too modest. Just like, uh, you know, just absurdly modest. <laughs> but like I don't know. I guess I don't see the point. I think of I like lost. Turn it into a fucking fireball. What do you but say? Man, I don't know. Summer days like we just had, like we've had all fucking week, and we're gonna have for another fucking week. Yeah. Uh, three to five, man. Nah. Like ten to fifteen. I see. <laughs> ten to fifteen is ten to, a lot. Yeah, I know like it's I, a lot, man. Like, well, that's just that's the difference between like, global average and like localized effect, right? Exactly. It's heightened at the poles. It will feel like maybe 5 to 10 here, but 10 to 15 average means like it's... Like 30 to 40 like <laughs> here. Yes, yeah, no, in other I mean, places. 30, yeah, definitely. I can see, I can see like, the equator just being fucking, like, 
unlevelable, no, the, I'm just scorched earth. Mm -hmm. The equator has the best ability to not change because it's one, all, mostly ocean touching, and two, it's already hot. Like it's already uh, getting oh, it's all the get sun hotter. it can. Oh, it's not gonna like get it. more. <laughs> the way that the sun hits the earth, right? It's the earth is at an angle, and so uh, the most light hits there already. It, it, it's like the effects of greenhouses don't magnify the heat as much. I, I'm not a science guy, you but I know it's correct. You have been in a greenhouse, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a greenhouse. They're fucking hot as shit. Yeah, but like, Jesus, it's not a, a greenhouse, is a square, and this is a sphere. <laughs> That's the only difference. And it's being hit, it's being hit by another sphere. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like three to five's too modest. Alright, well, and we'll, like, call, we'll call it like three to seven. I am sure, like, uh, I'm just, I'm just much more pessimistic about it, I guess is what I'm mm. thinking. Fair. And, uh, you know. Yeah, who knows? We're uh, speculating on something. We really have no idea what's going to happen. That is what we do. That's what That's we're what... <laughs> Yeah, no, none of us are qualified for this, right? I, we're just three guys. I feel talking. like I'm a little qualified. Oh, yeah, you've done, like, a PhD? Like, a seven-year study? In no. This? He, he <laughs> did work in, with forestry for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Before you join yeah. this department. Yeah, we know all about how terrible yeah, things are going to get. It's my favorite response to vaccine people. They'll be like, "I, you did your research? You mean like a like a doctorate, like a seven year university study yeah. of <laughs> eight hours a specialty? day, five days a week for seven years?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, minimum. Uh, um, awesome. Really quick, I just want to throw this out there because I'm going to forget again. But I think we should uh, start using a tagline in this podcast. I think we should start saying summer is coming. Summer's coming. Why? Well, I don't know. Just another bit. No, no, no. That like kind of conveys it. Take the piss off of uh, <laughs> Martin. Yeah, we're taking the piss from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Same energy, except right. it's not a not a fiction. Oh, winter is coming. Yeah, see. yeah, gotcha. yeah. You're on board now. I'm you're just... on the train. You, you do what you want to do. Right. Uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, let's start in North America. What do you think? Well, any okay, objection? first, you're getting way too impatient. Julian didn't give anything. And I was definitely not the... No, time. I said I said. I have, I have way more dumb bullshit. You, Go ahead. I, um, I honestly thought I'd extracted all the dumb bullshit. No, I, I got <laughs> way more. Oh, Flooding? Damn, that shit's gonna be crazy. And then in the yeah, middle, yeah, no, no, but the flooding will address in each re region, right? If you want, if you want to do, I was just man, like yeah. floods gonna be. Boston's nuts. flooding at this moment, isn't it? For is all it? the eastern seaboard, is yeah. Flooding. Hurricane Henry's sea levels are just consuming everything. Yeah. Every day, I I read some dumb article about some fucking state along the Atlantic being like, wham, well, more of our sea property is being consumed by the ocean. How do we fix it? <laughs> Darn. Um, I don't know. It's um, crazy. I, I guess if you want to get into more like geological. Geological? Graphical? Well, you have to address the geological when you uh, talk about the political because the political flows from the geological. Ge yeah. Geographical. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just do. talking about the east coast of the United States, it's just astounding to me that they have no political will to address climate change when they've got... 
the East Coast is the most valuable yeah. geographical That's, coast. It's the heart the of the empire. It's like it's like an inland sea surrounded by all these little islands with a billion harbors. You know, it's there's no other coastline like it in the world because what happened like a hundred million years ago is this island chain smashed into the side of North America and it just made like the perfect place to have a, a sea trade, the perfect p- place to operate sea trade from. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all just gonna, it's just gonna be underwater. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll rise and stop at the Appalachians and then they'll have like the, uh, the coasts of Dover in England as their <laughs> fucking uh, coastline. Useless. <laughs> like. Yeah. So also in North America, I'm thinking crop failure. Tons of fires. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's fire. Permafrost right melting again. Seasonal frost now. Mexico becoming uh, uninhabitable. Yeah. As... as he large parts of the southwestern United States. Yeah, as well. they're gonna need that wall to keep all the refugees out. Nah, the much more effective wall is an artillery screen. I don't know about that. Eco- <laughs> eco-fascism, man. I'm I mean, telling yeah, you, it's gonna be nasty. But yeah, there's gonna be a whole lot of people Oops. trying to get into the bubble from down there. And that's mm-hmm. gonna be rough to watch. They should go south. Yeah, maybe. They won't, they're they less likely to get shot going yeah. south. And there won't be any rainforest left to kill them, so. Oh. <laughs> any oh. other? What else is going to happen in North America? Big desert. <laughs> the Caribbean disappears. Yeah, oh, yeah more or less. Sure. Make, and that's a hugely profitable island chain area right sugar spices so many tourism things we get from the caribbean tourism <laughs> yeah say goodbye to your winter vacation yep <laughs> yeah florida's gone too probably oh yeah yep. for sure new orleans <laughs> yeah parts of no parts of new Texas. orleans is already gone louisiana <laughs> i uh i was reading about uh these uh, Floridians who brought in these Dutch experts because they had read that the the Dutch had done all this great mm-hmm. work in reclaiming land. Oh, the dog wants out right now. She's going to bark if I don't do it. Oh. <laughs> okay, me and DJ will carry. Uh, uh, Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, the Dutch, they came yeah. to Florida because... Yes. They couldn't uh, do the same kind of land reclamation in Florida because uh, the the foundation rock in florida i think is limestone and that's a very porous rock so it's just like as the sea levels rise it just becomes swampier and swampier Mm. there it's just like impossible to dike it all out dike (laughs) (laughs) yep so fire airboats ladies and gentlemen airboats what are they called yeah i know what you mean the fan fan boats boats. (laughs) Swamp boats, whatever. That's uh, enough descriptors. The audience yeah, they'll, will get they'll it. Out. It'll look like uh, that shitty Kevin Costner movie, Waterworld. Yeah. Down there. That'll be terrible. Just because I hate that movie. <laughs> All right. Is that is that enough on North America, you think? Well, okay. Last bit. 
Canada becomes like a very uh, profitable area to colonize and invest in. Yeah. Hudson's Bay will become all of a sudden the world's greatest inland port. <laughs> yeah. You know? The next. Uh... Yeah, once I deal with all those fucking rocks. What do you mean, all those rocks? It's really rocky. It is, it is rocky, yeah. Canadian Shield's kind of tough to build on, but... Oh, yeah, no, that's that's just not an issue. No, no, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a step. You know, I don't know, you were saying about the, the, the East Coast is such a perfect port. It's because it's, it just goes into the fucking ocean. It's yeah, but the high. Hudson's Bay isn't the ocean, right? It's a bay. It's, a, yeah. it's one calm little inlet because the the big deep waters aren't there to cause crazy amounts of uh i don't know waves and storms and shit i don't i'm not a i'm not the guy (laughs) (laughs) all right greenland and greenland becomes very profitable as well yeah no it already is actually you see like gates and whoever are investing in it yeah trump wanted to buy it from denmark (laughs) that'd be a deal yeah. Part of the deal. All right. Trump was right. Hashtag Trump was right. Should have bought Greenland. Should we talk? I mean, they don't need to. Bu- they don't need to buy it. They'll just take it when it comes yeah. down. Uh, I don't. Should we talk what? Should we talk South America next? Because we've got. Uh, we've kind of touched on the refugee sure. possibilities. I'm gonna call oh. it right now. I'm gonna call it. Inca Empire. Coming back. 2.0. That's the, like the socialist Inca Empire. Yeah, Led sure, by Bolivia. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I was thinking Chile, but whatever. It'd be Peru, right? That's where the Inca Empire originates. But, um, I don't know. I think the West Coast would be, uh, actually probably better off with a, a big rising tide because of the deserts that are that spot the west like the atacama and things like that those were submerged and the coast was closer to its um farmland arable land that makes that area more profitable but um you know brazil becoming less forested is a big bad yeah (laughs) uh i don't know Argentina right now is basically like the southeast United States and I, I don't know how the uh, how global warming affects there. I assume it, it doesn't because it's so low uh, laterally, whatever. Yeah, they're kind of in the same position we are, or like the Hudson's Bay is. Like, it's going to warm up big time, but it mm-hmm. will be manageable. Mm-hmm. Manageable is what I think as well. But... You know, then they've got all these neighbors that they have historical enmities with, like Bolivia and Brazil, who they'll have to fight off to keep their valuable land. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venezuela, Colombia, Guyana, I think all those will keep their rainforests to a large extent. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they'll maintain habitability. For you know, this nature. is assuming everything's just surface level. Like, what, what do you if, mean? What if climate change fucks up tectonics? That would be something. Because <laughs> there's a big plate right there. And if, like, if shit starts to shift, I don't know, because of... 
changing torrents or you know ice age new glaciers tectonic oh you're serious yeah i'm just you know it's it's a theory i'm not serious about any of this i don't have (laughs) i don't have the least inkling to Uh, offer any like substantial conjecture i can tell you the currents don't move the tectonic plates and if they do they don't move them fast enough for us to worry about it (laughs) all right but if they did uh (laughs) (laughs) those volcanoes are going off and uh yeah goodbye to goodbye to those rainforests Mm -hmm. that is just one big volcano chain right over there do you think that uh, South and North America will be separated? Because oh, of yeah, probably. I don't know what yeah, the elevation is like under. in the Panama, Costa Rica area. I don't think it gets mountainous until uh, like the, southern, the southern tip of the Rockies there in, uh, in the Yucatan. Huh. So yeah, I think like Panama and pretty much all that. I, I'm sure there'd be... The Yucatan's you know, on the east, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, I, the, the Rockies come, they, they curl. <laughs> they, no way they curl all the way into the Yucatan. Is that uh, the correct? general area, God. Get off my ass. Yeah, what are you, some sort of geography that, major? Yeah, what are I you, like, some sort of map nerd? Huh? <laughs> I like maps. Um, you want to jump to Europe, or you want to talk about this a little more? Anybody? No, I'm ready to move on. Eh. I don't know enough about Central America to offer any crazy theories. <laughs> The Panama Canal becomes mm. really useless all of a sudden. <laughs> it becomes much <laughs> wider. Yeah, really useful. Right now, they can't even uh, float an aircraft carrier through that thing. And if it just floods, then yeah, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Panama Canal will be the Panama Canal, but it's like the width of Panama. It's the Panama Strait. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, Europe. Uh, I think I the North Atlantic currents. Yeah, I exactly. Sage. That's North Atlantic current stops, and that's the current, folks, that runs up the east coast of America from the Mexico area and goes into the Norway-Sweden area. It's, it warms Europe far beyond what its latitude would uh, success mm-hmm. suggest. Success. It is that pretty successful. Success. You're not wrong. That statement wasn't successful. Uh, it's because he, <coughs> he, he backed out of it. He should have just, yeah. just charged Barrel forward. Through. Yeah. Um, so Spain becomes arable land again because it's colder there, and Spain is basically a desert country. Greece uh, becomes arable. Yeah. Turkey. But, never mind. I was going to say what, what isn't underwater, but it's all just mountains in Greece. Yeah, Greece, Turkey, and Spain are mostly yeah. mountains. Uh, Italy will disappear for a while. Yeah, most of Italy will be gone. (laughs) Um, Rip. Yeah, I mean, really, not really. I don't. Nobody likes them. And (laughs) and then France and Germany and Poland become unlivable for the most part. Why is that? It's so cold. I mean, the Scandinavians will be fine. I'm sure you could. But yeah, the rest of them are fucked. Why are the sense? Scandinavians fine? I mean, I agree, but why do you think so? Because <laughs> they're used to it. They know what to do in the cold. They're used to it is right. They don't have a population to support. You can't support oh. 80 million Germans 
in basically none of it. Oh, you mean, you mean like France and Germany as we know them today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, okay. their political viability is no longer insured. I, I love your... I love your take on this. I love your incredibly Machiavellian take on this. Jeez, That's, man. Where I'm thinking, like, yeah, I wonder what will happen to the land masses. You're just like, yeah, uh, that France becomes useless to me. Uh, I don't need them anymore. Uh, Sweden's cool, though. They're good. Yeah. They know what they're doing. <laughs> There's, what, 8 million Swedes, right? That population has the ability to adapt to a, a rapidly cooling climate. They're all extremely literate. They're an extremely wealthy country. And it's not a population that they cannot support. Yeah, but Germany's fucked because they took all those refugees. Too many no, other mouths to feed. 80, there's 85 million <laughs> Germans, they, and they took something like 20,000 refugees, yeah, right? I'm kidding around. I love the refugees, by the way. It's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, just thinking what else I could... Uh, um, rip on here. But yeah, apparently Russia's setting themselves up, up to be just fine. Poorly. Yeah. The Those, sea levels uh, rise. Fields aren't going to hold up. Yeah, you, they're as hard as they've worked and as rich as they are. The the sea levels will continue to rise beyond their capabilities to uh to stop. They uh they floated a plan to the EU like past their uh, parliament and everything mm -hmm. that they wanted to dam the north sea and the english channel oh yeah right yeah i heard about that that you know what kind of undertaking that is it's like the equivalent Huge. of the 21st century's great wall yeah <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> i've heard other plans about uh, damming the mediterranean they've been talking about that for a long time yeah. they want to they they want to drain the mediterranean a bit and reclaim land that's nuts yeah, that is nuts. Uh, I, uh, I'm not going to ask for your forgiveness. Never mind. Uh, I don't need it. I'm going to go full <laughs> sieve here. Um, none of us considered uh, just building motherfucking seawalls. Just building big old walls to keep the ocean out. China's been building them. Where? Everywhere. Fuck. All over the place. <laughs> expensive. <laughs> totally expensive, but very cool looking. Very dystopian. <laughs> think about thinking about right you're a family of four uh the world is the world's fucking nuts it's hot out uh mm -hmm. your your children are begging you to take them to uh although you can't see them uh the air quotes the beach um, <laughs> so you, you you pack up your things you get in your vehicle and you head to the beach uh where there's just these giant fucking walls <laughs> that's fucking hilarious just Ooh. border patrols on them constantly making sure the water doesn't get in the, I've never understood the Mediterranean plan because I've seen all these plans about reclaiming Sahara, the Sahara where you like use like a line of nukes into the desert and just let the ocean drain into the desert <laughs> and I think that's a fucking cool ass plan <laughs> I don't know I like that better I mean, hey, if we had somewhere to put all the fucking water, yeah, why not? <laughs> There's like a depression in the uh, in the land, uh, just like uh, something like 80 miles from the coast. And so if you just blew a little canal, it would just fill up a little inland sea and it would make that entire area like lush yeah. in Libya, in the Libya area. 
Yeah, and it would give us somewhere to yeah, put the rising have... sea level, like the rising water. That'd be uh, perfect. It's not and... that much water. You know how much water is in the ocean? Like... Yeah, well, I mean, we've got no, lots of nukes. Actually. We don't have that much places to put the water. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of Africa that they're just not even using. The uh -oh. Sahara. Uh -oh, it's the Sahara. Uh, -oh. <laughs> uh Australia. There's a similar plan to do it in Australia. I'm getting ahead of myself, mm. but they would just like line up a bunch of nukes and let it drain into a basin in the middle of the Western Australian desert. Yeah. Should we should we dope. switch to Africa now that we've kind of touched on that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess so. The Sahara is like the only thing you can do with it is try and reclaim it like i said but that's why it kind of makes it not worth talking about so i think we should move right to west africa yeah also real uh credit to africans for building the great green wall that's a pretty cool undertaking planting a fuckload the of what? trees they, they call it the great green wall i don't remember which yep. countries are involved but there's a lot of them and they're planting a shitload of trees where are they planting them like into the sahara basically to stop the desertification you cut out like a bunch yeah, of Yeah, just there. south of. Where are they planting them? Into the Sahara? Yeah. Am oh, I he's the one gone far. Oh, no. We, we put him back in the closet. He's, he's being an <laughs> Am I the one doing that, or are you? It's, it's him, it's brother. Me. It's him. Uh, it's not, he sounds better now. He sounds... Yeah, he, he sounds like he's back. Uh... Julian, count to, count to three, four. One, two, three. Okay, I'll let him out of the closet. <laughs> where are you building, where, not where are you, where are they planting these trees? Uh, Into the Sahara? No, it is me, and yeah, it's south of the Sahara. There's a bunch of countries involved. Uh, yeah, so I bet it's Mali, Niger, and Chad, just from what I've got on my map here. Yeah. But the, uh, you know, what I, I like to think about, um, with the, the rising tides and the, the change in the global political atmosphere is that the west of Africa largely speaks French. And as I was just saying, France is no longer viable. As a country. <laughs> and you, you could see like an, uh, a migration, uh, a neo-imperialist takeover of Africa. An exodus, if you will. Yeah, by French exodus people. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm posing to you. Hey, that, sounds like a sounds like a doable thing. Wouldn't that be wild? That would be pretty crazy. Yeah, the, I'm into that. The third the third French Empire, and it's like specifically in West Africa. They probably maintain some kind of presence in uh, in the fatherland, but uh, much reduced. You can't you can't support sixty million people in somewhere that's negative thirty. And it's the size of Ontario. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not without a lot of tech. Um, what of, uh, <laughs> what, like, what happens to West Africa? Like, they geographically? Would geographically? Well, they're, yeah. uh, they're low-lying, most of them, but it's, the, Africa's just one big plane around there, right? So it, mm. it, it rises, but it, doesn't matter the coastline moves back there's not a lot of development on the coast so mm. no big loss 
people I'm sure it'd be terrible people would lose their lives there'd be violence there'd be all that but it's just not the same kind of end of the nation that it would be on the east coast of America for example mm -hmm. yeah dumbasses building a country on the coastline what were they thinking manifest destiny ugh idiots <laughs> the so niger delta is there too right and i'm i'm sure that could absorb a lot of the uh the rise itself because it's it's a wetland it would just become a little swampier <laughs> don't yeah, know how to explain it in that aspect egypt is probably in a similar situation yeah well egypt uh, I don't know how the Mediterranean would react, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Because if it's colder there, the sun, I don't know. I, if it rises, yes, Egypt will react similarly. The possibility of the Red Sea just joining the Mediterranean? Just... I mean, you know, aside from the Suez. Oh, uh, little to none, I'm going to go with. You just don't think it's going to happen? No, it's the elevation's not doesn't make sense. I don't think. Let me look that up. What you guys talk? Elevation. Well, Julian. Sinai. Uh, I sure do love talking about things. Um, also stuff. Uh, and while we're while we're distracted here, uh, let's go ahead and talk about you know the the middle part of Africa that uh, I also know nothing about. Um, jungles. There's jungles there. Um, huh. Probably some rocks. Yeah. There's some gorillas and some mist. If I'm if I'm remembering yeah, correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, I th I think that I think there are some mountains there. Um. Not certain. Uh. Our education uh, on Africa very very lacking. Um. Yeah. No. I don't think it would happen, DJ. What uh what where are the mountains that you don't know exist? In Central Africa. Uh, yeah, there are mountains in Africa. <laughs> it's a continent. <laughs> East Africa's got the most mountains. Um, Damn, look at them go. I think Central Africa's got a few. I know they do because Victoria Falls and things like that are yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, South Africa is just... Uh, Fucked. South Africa yeah, is fucked so from what bummed. I know. It's going to get so fucking hot there. It'll be like Mars. Like, it's They're pretty close to sea level there too, aren't they? No, they're elevated. Are they? Uh, yeah. You, you got to bring up a, just a world map <laughs> elevation. I'm just fucking lazy for that. <laughs> It'll show you uh, like little lines that jut out. Yeah. And yeah, no, South Africa's got a bunch of mountains that ring the, the bottom corner of it, but it, it's like mountains and then a plain. It's it's like basically a recipe for a desert. Yeah. Huh. Well, well, it's nice knowing them. East um, Africa, I think, will become uh, less hospitable as well because it's kind of similar. It's like an elevated plain. Shout out to uh, Madagascar. 
Madagascar, I don't know. I think it, they're uh, like a rainforest type type topology, right? I think so. They oh, uh, I don't know if you guys can make out what I'm saying, but Madagascar is going to revert to a monarchy. I think. Oh, good, good. Yeah, for good on run, that. Run run by a very specific lemur. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. King Julian. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm you know they were run by the French monarchy for a bit, and um. Is that why he has an accent? I'm King <laughs> Julian. No, I think it's just racism. That's why he has that accent. Um, yeah, because I, I think Madagascar is a rainforest topography, and so it'll adapt pretty easily. It's an island. It'll be fine. Looks it's, to all the other islands in flooding situations. No, it's it, look yeah. at. Google, Google the elevation map like I asked you to. It's it's not the same. No. It's not Britain. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, moving right, right along. What do we want to do? Like Arabia, Iran, Pakistan, India. Let's do that as one big fucking chunk. India yeah, so okay. fucked. I don't know. I don't know enough about India. Let me look. Yeah, I think it's fucked. Too many people close to too many rivers. Yeah, it's low-lying a lot of it. And I, I forgot I had a big bit about Bangladesh, that Bangladesh is just fucked. Yeah. Like it, it'll be completely underwater, and 100 million people live there. And this is one of the poorest areas on the earth. What's India supposed to do with 100 million refugees? <laughs> Nothing. Like. <laughs> yep. Same uh, thing they did during COVID. Pakistan might become uh, what die? Yeah, just nothing. Yeah, like Jacob said, they're just gonna do nothing. <laughs> They'll probably kill them on mass. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not that there's anything specially wrong with the Indians. I just, I think that the, or immoral about India. I just think that there's uh, the material conditions there are such that. All, only violence will be resorted to. Pakistan might become more viable, though, because of its elevation and its Yeah, rivers. that whole area is pretty mountainous, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. It's got significant rivers running through it, like I was saying. Mm -hmm. so it, uh, the, uh, it might become more the, lush. The cradle of civilization. Yeah, the Indus Valley. I mean, yeah. the it's one of the cradles, I, I, people like to say. They independently arise, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Um, Arabia, though, that whole that whole area. Fucked, I think. Super hot. Yeah. I think Super get, stupid hot. I think it's gonna get stupid hot. It's, it's it's already something like sixty degrees in the summers in the United Arab Emirates. Like the yep. cement melts, and they can't have workers out, and they have slave labor there too, right? And so they just have these high casualty rates. Out there. Mm -hmm. That's rough. Brutality. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much all that. Um, do we want to get into like the uh, the Azerbaijan region, like yeah, the steppe. Eastern I Russia. Yeah, I don't. Steps. I don't know what's gonna happen with the steppe. Oh man, you should take more step classes. I gotta. I gotta believe. What did you just say? You gotta take more step I think classes. It was a joke. It was a joke. That's. I don't know if I. It hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I gotta believe that the step is largely unaffected. That the grassland that's there will be there. <laughs> like, it's yeah, not, probably. It's just so closed off. Yeah. Any. It's already got wide swings in its uh, temperature from summer to winter, right? Like, it goes from negative thirty to thirty degrees. Like. It can't get much more violent than that. Yeah. Um, and that that goes for uh, eastern Russia and Mongolia. The entire uh, grassland highway that kind of traces along from the north of China to the west of, uh, sorry, the east of Hungary. It's like one big steppe grassland. Yeah, Mongols had it easy. Yeah, they did. Ride, ride a horse from one end to the other. <laughs> I was uh, listening to a podcast about the Mongols today, like several hours of it. So wow, crazy. Chinggis Khan. A lot of content there. Now that's a guy who's fucking Machiavellian. I uh, I cannot compete with the evil he <laughs> he would choose to do. Oh, don't sell yourself. Crazy. Sure. I just can't commit to like wholesale violence just to make a point. You know what I mean? Just because there might be uh, a return down the road. I just, I don't think that way. Mm-hmm. Yet. I guess you gotta, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's a product of growing up in that brutal environment. I'm too civilized to ever think that way. Mm-hmm. You're too soft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd never make it as a Mongol. They, uh, Step peoples who conquered civilized peoples would find records from old step peoples that had conquered civilized peoples, and they would they found out eventually that these civilized people make a soft, and they would eventually rotate units back out to the step to keep them tough as fuck. <laughs> Good on them. Yeah, pretty dope. Uh, so um, Southeast Asia. Yeah, you mean like uh, Bangladesh, uh, Myanmar, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, yeah. Laos. Yep. Uh, I think they're not going to have anything to drink. I, right? Oh, sorry. That's kind of like a weird mix of mountains and rainforests, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're going to be able to adapt pretty reasonably yeah, well. Like, I imagine it'll get really fucking hot, though. It might. It won't be able to support rainforest anymore. But then, yeah. land that can't support rainforest anymore is just good agriculture land, right? Like, <laughs> so yeah, as long as it's arable, I guess. Um, as long as you can actually fucking tell, I guess. I hope this doesn't come off as racist, but I guess if you have like elevation and arable land, you could at least have rice paddies and stuff. It doesn't come off as <laughs> I don't racist. Think that's racist rice at there. All. No. No. Uh, in fact, in fact, their uh, their rice production might even go up. Yeah, maybe. Including Indonesia, and then you know that supports a greater population. Maybe the maybe the next superpower in the twenty first century is some kind of like uh, uh, federation of uh, Southeast Asian uh, nationalities, or perhaps a, a hegemony of. The, the ties, the yeah, that's no the Mahapajits in Indonesia. Majahati. I was thinking of uh, like Angkor. Who, who ran Angkor? Uh, Angkor what? Google, give me <laughs> the Khmer, the Khmer Rouge. That's why oh, I come here. 
not the Khmer Rouge. It's 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 sorry, the Khmer. It, yeah. It's not the Khmer Rouge, but I blocked it because of the Khmer Rouge, and I can't have any negative thoughts about communists ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Australia um, will become completely unlivable. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's already completely unlivable. I don't know how those savages do it, but uh, but um, just kidding, Australia. I'm not. They're just there yeah, out of like sheer. Those spiders will. are so big. Why would you do that to yourself? I agree. You have rats that kick. That's <laughs> fucked up. They they have so much mineral wealth there, though. Like ungodly amounts of mineral wealth. That's where the uh, that's where the south uh, Southeast Asian empire gets all their uh, metals from there there you go that's where the riches come from they'll have the spices they'll have spices from indonesia rubber from singapore oil from singapore they'll be a complete superpower indonesia is the investment on the or (laughs) yeah indonesia southeast asia the investment on the the next superpower of the world seems plausible that's for sure all right Want to move into our our last area here, then? Our uh... Uh, hot take, real quick. Hot take. Go ahead. New, New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand is totally unaffected. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, completely. They uh, they're so far south, and so lush, and so coastal. Everything's just gonna be fine there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those mountains are just gonna keep them safe. Yeah completely agree the, the mountains bring the rainfall on either side it's just it's just gonna be fine there dang good <laughs> on them they deserve it they really do after all those movies what movies lord of the rings the lord of the rings oh jesus that was dumb i'm sorry i should have known <laughs> <laughs> whatever I was like, what are we talking about here? Like Moana? (laughs) (laughs) No, that was Polynesian. The Polynesians, Maori are Polynesians, are they not? Yeah, I I know. But they're they're, uh, was pretty late stage Polynesian, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. But it was still, so. Mm Yeah, I guess going up. what last region isn't it yeah the most eastern asia yeah the most likely to get most fucked up in my opinion yeah For sure china yeah, china's underwater china's underwater to like uh chongqing the, and Xi'an, like the center of the country basically yeah where the mountains are <laughs> when the mountains start exactly and the rivers flood through there just decimating just terrible terrible fucking outcomes japan what do you think about Japan? Um, mm, I, I don't think they'd lose like a lot of land, but like anything important in Japan is on the coast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like their population would be fucked, but the land mass would stay relatively fine. I read yeah. that they have a plan though to submerge the entire country and under like those domes that the Gungans used in Star Wars <laughs> Episode One for the Phantom Menace. And uh, I'm kidding. Sea walls. Sea. Yeah, if anybody's going to engineer their way out of it, it's Japan. Uh, that was that was the joke. I, uh, it's kind of racist, I think. No, Japan's uh, not a race. No, they love cement. 
They love cement. They love robotics. They love cement. They love tech. They're going to figure it out, in my opinion. Uh, they might. They might, for sure. But, um, yeah, I don't know, because that's... Uh, thinking about it, like... Yeah, Tokyo's fucked. But, like, Kyoto... Kyoto's, like, right in the middle. <laughs> just yeah. chilling. It's their greatest rice-producing area now that Tokyo yeah. is basically a city, too. Not like... It's all city. There's no Kanto plain left. Is what I'm trying oh, to yeah, get no, across. It's just, it's just all urban. Yeah. So they big loss. You know, like you're uh, you got Venetian, Venice style cities in where your capital city was before. Mm-hmm. Just, maybe they'll uh, maybe Hokkaido, the uh, the top island. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that like Sendai, Sendai, um, Hokkaido area. Yeah, they'll be. Cal- that would be. Because that's all in the mountains. That would probably uh, become their center of commerce and shit. More arable and all that. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what how would happen to the Koreas. Let me. Uh, let me look very up. mountainous, but uh, like only in the uh, in the north. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. South Korea disappears. North Korea becomes the Korea. I think um, yeah. if I'm remembering this correctly, yeah, Seoul's just. Seoul's just underwater. It is. I think that that um, eastern side there is pretty mountainous too, but around the capital there, it's just all flat. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I I have the same impression. So, and they have the same depression. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Gobi Desert. Thing of the past. I don't know. How about the? Uh, how about instead of? We we turn the Gobi Desert into the Gobi Wetlands. <laughs> Pretty sure there's mountains intervening between <laughs> the Gobi and the uh, and the, the lush lands, and so even if the ocean comes right up to the mountains, the the water still won't go over the mountains to rain on the other side. It'll still be desert. That's what I'm yeah. trying to get across. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I knew that. I guess I was thinking of like the. Which one is it? I always get it confused. The yellow? The yellow's the northernmost river, right? Fuck, I already I always mix this up. The Yangtze's the bottom the... and the yellow's the top one. Yeah, right? that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that says cuz the pearl is the like shortest one uh, yeah. in the southern regions of China. But anyways, uh, I thought the yellow at like the far western side like made vague contact with the far eastern side of the Gobi Desert. There's like a highway that moves a highway of desert that comes between the uh, between like North China and the the mountains on the west. That's uh, it, it's okay. But it's it's not the Gobi, you know, the Gobi. So like maybe a little bit of it, but not the whole thing. Yeah, it's what I'm trying I to see. say. Boring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to get rid of some deserts. <laughs> I want to make way for the for the North American wasteland that is Alberta and Saskatchewan. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, any general political guesses we got? Uh, I think America. Just I'm gonna do one, and then I'll let you guys have the mic. I think America institutes like some kind of like uh, empire state where they conquer Canada, Britain. Like the Commonwealth, they conquer all the English-speaking nations and use that as a as an eco-fascist empire. I think that is the next step in their historical development. Oh, yeah, I can definitely see it. 
Like, oh. Fallout-style Canada just gets vassalized and annexed. All republics turn into empires, so it's kind of inevitable, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know, maybe Russia? Russia really doesn't have much to lose. Um, I'm pretty sure me and Julian think uh, Russia's destined to collapse, like, soon. Like, yeah? Mm -hmm. Based on what? They don't have population. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Population. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They've been known to be pretty ruthless. So they could turn that around. Some forced some forced uh, mating. I guess. But they, uh, I don't know. They, if they survive the next 20 years or 25 years as, like, the same strength of nation that they have approximately now, I agree that they'll be a superpower again. They'll take Kazakhstan, they'll take Mongolia, they'll take Germany. the stands. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, might take it's, the, it's the Baltic states, but Germany? <laughs> we just said there's nothing of value there in our 2100. That's why they're going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> they need Germany and France to get to Spain. That's where the arable <laughs> land is now. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because with like yeah, I just wanna, China and India out of the picture. We're, we're wrapping up now. I want to apologize for my laptop here. I think it's really struggling to do both recording and internet conversation at the same time. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a tricky bit of business. It but, is. Uh, yeah, we are coming up on the hour mark here. Uh, any thoughts, Julian? Sorry, what? Thoughts. Any, any thoughts on world superpower, real quick? Um, I mean, I'm thinking about that Zihan book. Yeah, I don't know. I think really everybody loses. <laughs> For sure. For sure. There's yeah, no, but there's, there's a no winner. winner. There's a winner among losers, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's the United States, right? It's kind of like... Um, it's probably the United uh, States. I want to I quote the thing, but I don't remember it. Um, you know... Like, sure, you won in the end, but look at what you've won. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Kind of a situation like that. Like, oh, did you really win? <laughs> I got a, a dark horse a pick. A bunch of dissidents. I got a dark horse pick for future superpower. There, yeah. could, there could be an African uh, nation, warlord, people, I don't know, who rise up kind of similarly to the Mongols and Genghis Khan and just unite like a, a language group, you know, Swahili, whatever. There, there are some several language groups that are dispersed throughout Africa that are, mm -hmm. if not mutually intelligible, are uh, a couple years of education away from being mutually intelligible. So Yeah. I'm sure they could pick up a, uh, a lingua franca anyways. Exactly. <laughs> like pretty easily. It wouldn't be the. It wouldn't be French. No, I don't think it can be French. But yeah, unless there's a merger between the two, but mm -hmm. that'd be, that'd be, we're, you know, we're throwing sand out of the wind here. Yeah, we don't know. History's it's, a, yeah. History's putting a grenade in a blender. It's just you don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so often uh, rests on one stupid petty ego. You just, you can't know. Yep, can't know until you until you read the history book later and you go, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> and Thanks. even they don't know. Most even the they don't know, yeah, because 
History is a set of lies agreed upon. Yeah, until somebody like digs something up and they're like, wait a minute. And then it's a new lie that we all agree upon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's I've, all just a bunch of lies. For example, I was listening to these... Uh, the Mongol podcast I told you about earlier. Mm-hmm. And for so long, I had believed that the uh, the Mongols had sacked Baghdad. Sorry, the, after the sack of Baghdad, there was a mm-hmm. civil war between the, the Iranian branch and the, the European branch of the Mongols. And, f- oh. and basically everything I've ever read about the Mongols, uh, the, the explanation was that the Iranian branch sacked Baghdad and that the ruler of the European branch was Muslim. And so he was pissed about that and he went to war. And I, I listened to like three hours today about these two doctors talking about how there's no evidence for that. Like just because the guy was Muslim don't mean anything. The, mm-hmm. the war didn't start till four years after. There's all these uh, family members that are killed in the interim. There's uh, the the fall and rise of a a con in the east. Just yeah, and I, I like believed firmly that that was the cause of that. As much I'm sure as sure, it's like a cited cause. You know, I'm sure somebody was like, "Oh yes, this is our justification." But yeah, I mean, that's usually the case where it's like. That would have been written They're, down if it was a cited cause, right? It wasn't. It, it was just like this uh, assumed thing. There's n- there's no source that says. Huh. And there are, like, so many sources from that era. It's not like the rise of Genghis Khan where you've got, like, that one story that they wrote down themselves later. Yeah. Once the empires formed, they got Muslim chroniclers and Chinese chroniclers and Russian chroniclers, all these people who are peoples who are literate just writing down everything so i don't know the uh moral to the story is just um you know keep a journal keep a journal what happens (laughs) for for future posterity make up things folks dumb bullshit confuse future historians they'll have the internet and robots and stuff their jobs will be too easy what do you think we're doing right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and on the uh, secret agenda of this podcast and on that bombshell should we should we wrap it up there yeah it yeah like yeah a good let's place wrap it up with, uh, with paper and uh ribbons and uh yeah all right do you want me to do an outro? yeah oh oh geez um okay what, what am i feeling like Thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm on, but it's something. <laughs>